Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue. We're going to be talking about type sevens today, and we're going to be looking at this book by Beatrice Chestnut, The Enneagram Guide to Waking Up. And one of the key patterns that she mentions for type sevens is the tendency for sevens to rationalize focusing on the positive. And, uh, can be a good thing at times, but sometimes could become problematic. And so we want to investigate that topic a little bit today. And before we get started, I just want to remind you in the description below is a link to my website, tomlehue.com, where you can book appointments, uh, Enneagram coaching appointments to know more about yourself, uh, what, um, what would it look like to move toward greater levels of health, to uh, be more balanced and healthy in life, and also uh, maybe for your relationships. Uh, how to help your relationships uh, be stronger. You know, the Enneagram is a powerful tool to help us understand more about ourselves and the people that we're trying to love and get along with. Also on my website is a link to um, the certificate programs, the classes that I offer. I would love for you if you want to go deeper and learn how to use the Enneagram yourself as a coaching tool to help other people, I'd love for you to sign up for one of those classes. And also there's an events page if you would like to invite me to come speak to your team, um, to, uh, to speak to your staff, your nonprofit organization, your corporate environment, whatever I can do to bring the Enneagram uh, awareness to it, to your workplace um, or to your church, uh, marriage retreat, whatever I can do, you can contact me through my website. I'd love to meet your people and love to help them gain some awareness about themselves and, and each other. Uh, and thanks always to my patrons. I really appreciate your support as well. Okay, so let's look at this section on um, the rationalizing of focusing on the positive. You know, positive people, it's great. I'm glad that I tend to be a positive person and I know that it just comes out in, in the way I interact with people in ways I don't even think about. But most people would rather be around someone positive than someone negative. And so, yeah, it is helpful in making friends. It is helpful in, in um, staying upbeat and engaged with life. But sometimes that focus on the positive could become problematic in life. Sometimes not being willing to focus on the way things actually are or to uh, accept things the way they are uh, could become problematic in life. Let's see what she says. She says, it will help you to notice if you tend to specialize in telling yourself stories. Now, remember the speaking style of every type, the speaking style of type seven is storytelling. And, um, you know, I noticed that this is my tendency. Even, for example, I'll pull up to a parking spot and let's say there's a bag left on the ground. My tendency is to say, oh, I wonder what happened there. I, I bet somebody uh, probably set that down when they got in their car and they forgot about it. And my son, who's a five behind me, will say, there you go again, making up stories. And so my tendency as a seven is not only to tell stories, but is to kind of like see and interpret what's going on around me through that lens of storytelling. It says, notice if you tell yourself stories to support what you want to do or what you want to think about. In other words, we would call that rationalizing or justifying. So if I want to do something, I want to go on an adventure or I want to make a purchase, um, the seven mind is wired in such a way as to create the justification and the rationalization for that uh, purchase or that uh, um, 
that escaping, you might say. Now, <clears throat> this could look <clears throat> very selfish to the people around us, uh, that we are focused on what we want and what we want to do and what we want to purchase. And then when we are questioned about why did we make that purchase or why did we leave an event to go to a different event, notice the tendency for sevens to create a justification uh, for this purchase or for our behaviors. Um, you are likely have a good reason to support anything you want to do for yourself. Likely to have a good reason. Now, this could be as simple as, what was I supposed to do? It was Black Friday. I mean, after all, I've been talking about purchasing one of these for the last year. I've been focused on purchasing this item. I've been watching reviews about this item for the last year. And then Black Friday hit and it was 30% off. What could I do? I And notice that justifying of <clears throat> it was a good deal. It was buy one, get one free. Or it was used. And it was, it was only going to be available for a short time. And what was I supposed to do? I had to take action. So the tendency to justify and rationalize what we already wanted to do anyway. And you know, I remember when I was doing study on each type in relationship to other types, one of the questions was, is like, <clears throat> what is every type looking for in a partner? And I remember reading a statement that sevens are looking for someone who will join them in doing what they would have already done on their own anyway. So a travel companion or a travel buddy, you might say, or somebody to go with them on their exciting adventure or their party or whatever it is. So I just, let me say that again. Sevens are looking for someone who will join them in doing what they already intended to do on their own anyway. And you can see how that is going to feel selfish <clears throat> to some of the people around us. And I think self-referencing, at least, is a good word to, uh, to describe this way of thinking. Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to purchase? Where do I want to go? And now I'm going to come up with ways to justify that and try to make that uh, explanation acceptable to others. That this is a good course of action or a safe course of action or a reasonably priced um, course of action. All right. So she says, you may automatically create reasonable explanations for your, why your priorities and indulgences are good. It's for the kids. You know, it's not about me. I just wanted to have the, make sure the kids had a good time. So I bought season passes to, you know, the adventure park for the museum, for the kids, because I can't imagine being home on Saturdays with nothing to do except go to Lowe's and repair stuff. That sounds terrible. So I bought season passes so we could spend time together as a family. You know, you were just talking about the fact that we needed to spend more time together as a family. <clears throat> so I think, you know, that thousand dollars I just spent on that adventure pass, um, you know, gold level edition is investing, investing really in the future of our family and something to do good for the kids. After all, I mean, we just got that tax return. See how the justification works? It's like you can find multiple levels of justifying why this thing I'm excited about is the best use of money, the best course of action, and is probably what we need to do. Is it? 
Or uh, are you willing and open to take other suggestions? Does your, does your spouse, for example, get an equal voice in this? And if they were to object to it, would I see you going into that one space of just, no, it's fine, it doesn't even matter anymore, I don't even care anymore. Would you go into that, that sort of angry, bitter, compliant thing that we do as sevens of, it doesn't matter, it's fine, it's whatever, I don't even care anymore. That sort of disgruntled, irritated, one-like um, disintegration point. Okay. Um, focusing on the positive while denying, um, maybe some areas in your life where you are suffering or feeling bad. And this is where, you know, um, if you, if you want to change your state and you're not doing well, go find a seven and they'll, they'll move you away from your sadness and move you toward lighthearted, um, you know, surface level and that can be good at times but sometimes it's important for us to be willing to go deeper and to sit with difficult emotions and to feel painful things and that's not going to be something that happens without us intentionally deciding to sit with difficult uh, moments because our tendency is to try to escape them says, uh, notice you find reasons to validate or excuse anything that you might not want to do or that you think is going to be described as um, um, boring or difficult or tedious, and we'll tend to rationalize that, are moving away from difficult things or painful things or unpleasant things. Uh, for sevens, rationalization operates as a defense mechanism to justify choices that put you and your pleasure and your appetite, and your getting your needs met, and your satisfaction. You know, a lot of this could some be summarized in this word, nurturing. Uh, how does that make you feel if, a, if you were to realize as a seven, wow, I really require a lot of nurturing. Like, I need the universe to, like, nurture me. I'm looking to surround myself with people that will nurture me, that will, will meet my needs and give me what I want and help me to never have to suffer or never have to sit with painful things and always give me unlimited options for positive, upbeat, uh, fun, excitement. That is a lot of nurturing. I don't know that a lot of people that you're going to interact with, that you're gonna build relationships with, are really wired and ready to provide all of the nurturing that you could consume. And what about you? How are you nurturing the relationships in your life? How are you showing up to help serve and give to others? Because I, I, I'm sure you are. Just let's take time to think about it. And what if I required a little less nurturing? What if I could nurture myself? What if I could find nurturing um, in other ways uh, rather than in seeking pleasure, in avoiding pain, and in having multiple options, and instead of purchasing uh, items, what if I could learn to self-nurture a little bit better and soothe uh, myself rather than needing to reach out to something external of me in order to soothe this uneasy anxiety. Okay. <clears throat> so sevens rationalization operates as a defense mechanism to justify choices that put you, your pleasure, and your positive outlook and your plans ahead of anything else. 
And so what becomes ultimate important is that I get to that next thing that I want, is that I purchase that next item that I want. Even if it disrupts the harmony in my marriage, what if it disrupts the harmony in my workplace? You know, this is boring. I'm getting tired of sitting here. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Work doesn't end till four, but I'm going to escape this office and go take a walk around the facility um, because I just can't sit in this tedious, boring uh, office any longer. I get it. I totally get it. I've been there many times. Um, but don't be surprised when this creates challenges. And again, notice if somebody were to stop you and say, hey, Tom, what are you doing out of your office today? I mean, what are you doing on the other side of the campus? Oh, well, I've got this, I got this knee problem and I've got to get up and walk it off. Or I, I was just going over to check on, um, you know, somebody else on this side of the building, but they don't seem to be there rationalizing, justifying. I've given a lot of work and a lot of attention all week. I deserve to take a break. I deserve to live a little bit and have some excess. And just notice that this could become problematic and you might be surprised when you are passed over for a raise or a promotion and you feel like you've been giving it your all. But maybe other people don't see it that way. Maybe other people might see you as being self-referencing and selfish and justifying your behaviors and not taking responsibility for yourself. And just think, we have a line to one, we have a six wing, two of the most responsible types that we could think of who actually really plan and don't just daydream, but they really plan, really want structure in their lives. And a little bit of that could be really good for us. And that eight wing of taking responsibility for ourselves and owning our decisions and just saying, no, this is what I wanna do because it's what I wanna do, rather than, no, it's the best thing for everybody, you'll see, rather than trying to spin, and sevens could be masters of spinning stories and reframing stories, rather than trying to spin it as everybody wins, and I'm doing this because it's in the best interest of others, rather than spinning something in that way, what if we just leaned into that eight and owned it, this is my life, this is what I wanna do, I'm gonna own my decision, and I'm going to stand up and say, this is what I want in life. What keeps us from doing that? What is it we're afraid of? What makes us apprehensive in saying such things or making such decisions? Does it feel too aggressive? Does it feel too assertive? Does it feel not friendly enough, not soft enough? Would it be hard to sell that to other people? Um, it might be more honest and more direct, um, but it might be more difficult to, to see things uh, in that light. And I think a book like this and the Enneagram is helpful for us to see that we might be doing this and not even aware we're doing it. And it could jeopardize some of the connections that we have with people. They could be getting frustrated with us because we won't take responsibility for our actions because we, we continue to manipulate others in this way by saying it's for the good of all, it's for the good of the kids, it's for, you know, we might manipulate others in this way and it could damage our relationships and we as sevens be unaware that we're even doing it. So all of this calls attention to things that are impulses to us and compulsions to us that if we could realize we're doing it, we might, we might start to push back a little bit and maybe even begin to eliminate some of these things from our life. Okay, guys, thanks. I appreciate you for watching this video. I hope it's helpful. I hope it um, uh, meets your need where you're at and helps you to be more uh, present to life. Thank you, guys. I'll see you next time.